0: There are so many things in life that you have to compromise especially because of budget the clothes you buy the food you buy and healthcare should not be one of those things Check out Zocdoc the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable listen to and prioritize your health I use Zocdoc I have a bunch of health issues for example my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere Zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online Go to zocdoc.com/bcc and download the Zocdoc app for free that Find and book a top rated doctor today. That's zocdoc.com slash bcc. Zocdoc.com slash bcc.
1: Welcome to the chain. This is the BCC Club <laughs> with your host Sarah Shower and Kendall Andrev. Yes, and this week we are talking about alpha males, beta males and just misogynistic podcasts in general. I'm looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. We are a misandrist podcast, if you don't know. Actually, I don't think. We are, I mean, What I'm- is that? It's a- not like you're you're pro women Where women. you hate men. Okay. Yeah, but misandry is not real depending on who you ask because men hold systemic power and women do not but Mm-mm. before you <laughs> know
0: no they don't know they don't um but there's a specific realm of men that i would say are like the boss level man yeah which is two men who host a podcast together
1: yes it should be illegal and kendall <laughs> doesn't have her computer today so she's got her phone
0: it's so tiny i this is like this feels like torture because I already can't read and it now yeah. it's on the tiniest little screen. And I also didn't bring my glasses, if you can believe it. So you I sh- can't even see what is on the screen.
1: You should do that thing that old men do of where they make the font like Huge. you know, fifty
0: and so like you're reading like three words at a time. That's how my dad's used to be, and I would go on his phone and his text it was insane. It yeah. was like you could only see like one word at a time and you'd have to scroll.
1: Yeah, it's like how there's those like videos of like a old man sexting at a baseball game. (laughs) And it's just like, I, in like massive letter, want to suck (laughs) your boobies. (laughs) And everyone behind him is just like, we can see, at least turn down the brightness or something.
0: Yeah, and turn off the auto. Turn off Siri reading it (laughs) for you, please.
1: (laughs) You dictate it. Yeah. Siri, type this out, (laughs) (laughs) Melissa. I want to fondle your breasts when I get home. <laughs> <Da-na-na-na>. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh man, been there. I've been there. Sarah, <laughs> how was your week?
1: It was uh really good. I had two stand-up shows. I had one last there night. Go. Yeah, I There's know. There's my
0: star. I know.
1: That's my star. I was so excited. I really loved it. Um There was a girl who came both times and she was like, um, I drove an hour and a half to see you. She's from somewhere outside of LA. And she's like, I watched your Instagram story about like how you got sober and it's been like encouraging to me and my partner. And I was like, that's so sweet. And um, she drove out both times. But then also what sucked is yesterday, I was trying to shave my legs Mm -hmm. and I tripped and I pressed the Ah! razor too hard against my leg and I like yanked it up and I have like, I like peeled my uh ankle. Okay. Mhm. And Thank I was you for sharing that. Yeah, I was like bleeding all over the bathroom. Okay. I'm a huge fan of routine, so it really did mess up my morning because I like couldn't put my lotion on, and Ooh, I was like, "Yeah, Ugh.
0: I'm glad you didn't." Because I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if you're like, "Oh, I had to put my lotion on," so yeah. I just did it anyways.
1: S- Rose. Oh, that's yeah. gross. I think um, my, sorry um, my like the worst injury I can imagine is not like breaking a bone, it's or like anything like that. It's getting road rash.
0: Yeah. Road. Did uh, you see Cocaine Bear? No. Cocaine Bear was such a good movie. Yeah, And it was insane, because it's like a comedy. It's a horror movie, but it's not, it's like not really. It's just supposed to be a comedy basically. But they had some of the most insane deaths in that movie. And there's one where a woman is attached to a gurney in an ambulance. Oh no. And she flies out of the ambulance and dies by road rash while her limbs are stuck to this gurney. So that is, that was one of the worst things I've ever seen.
1: There, oh my gosh, that reminds me of there used to be this like Swedish version version of Jackass, uh-huh. but these guys were like. <laughs> Where do you find this? It was on like MTV in like the mid two thousands, and I watched one episode and it absolutely scared me because I thought Steve-O was crazy, but it was basically like this group of brothers, and one of them was on a motorcycle and he was like, watch this, and he flipped the motorcycle back without a shirt on and he got like all the skin on his back okay. came off, this and he was like, he was like laughing, and I was like deeply. Distressed. Disturbed. Wait, he Oh my god. He thought it was funny. <gasps> and I was like, this is like Steve O is uh out of his mind, but like this is a next level. That's insane. How was your wig?
0: That's it was good. It was good. I I what did I do? Let me think. I literally never can remember what I did. Let's pull out the calendar. First of all, <laughs> I've had a headache all week. I, I'm like, what's wrong with me? I've literally mm-hmm. had a headache all week. Yeah. Like a migraine. Oh no. For like six days straight. Where on your head? It uh and It's just like everywhere. <laughs> like at
1: the front? Yeah. So That's a, a cluster headache, so that's probably from stress.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll play, I'll play more of my Switch. I'll have more alone time. Please do. <laughs> I feel like, what would I be stressed about? I'm going to New Orleans this week. Nice. And then I'm going to Las Vegas, and then I'm going to Alaska. Yeah. So I'm a little stressed. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, that's a lot. Wait, is it like back to back to it's back? It's back to back to back. Where there's oh, no shit. time in between. We're yeah. flying from New Orleans to Las Vegas, and then <laughs> we're going to Las Vegas, back to California, and then we're going to Alaska.
1: Not all three places you can drink in public. <laughs> is that true? Well, Alaska, just because there's not enough cops to catch yeah. you. You do got a boat. Definitely. Like, if you're going to like, uh, where in Louisiana are you going? New Orleans. New, oh, yeah, New Orleans. New Orleans, you can definitely, Vegas, you can definitely drink outside. And Alaska, they
0: just can't catch you. No. And they I, don't care. I'm on a cruise, all-inclusive. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, wait, it's an Alaskan cruise? It's an Alaskan cruise. Okay. So it starts in Seattle. Yeah. And then we're gonna go. So we're actually also going to Seattle. Oh, nice. I'm just like, who planned this? I'm yeah. like, help me. Well, the Las Vegas part wasn't planned. I was already stressed because, and this is such a not even, Everyone listening to this is like, if these are your biggest issues, then you need to calm uh, yeah. um, yourself. Um, but I'm, I'm going to get tired. I, I already had New Orleans planned. And then we had the Alaskan cruise planned, which I was always like, I was already like, that's insane. That's so much traveling. Yeah. Cause we had like four days in between. Then I'm doing this brand deal and they were like, Kendall needs to find a time to go to Las Vegas uh-huh. for two nights during this week. And yeah. I was like, what an inconvenient time yeah. <laughs> have to go to Las Vegas. But off I go. So it'll be fun. Yeah. I'm gonna be tired.
1: I know. I was just thinking about like the progression of New Orleans to Vegas to Seattle to Alaska is like how usually every like drunk person's night goes. You start off having a lot of fun. Right. And then it gets weirdly serious. Yeah. And then you're really sad. Yeah. And then you're kind of at peace with it. Oh, yeah. So it's like you're having, like, a... I don't know, this actually tells a story. It's beautiful. Yeah.
0: I'm just concerned because I've told you how I act in Vegas. Yeah. Which is not good. It feels like I'm so calm all year, Mm -hmm. and I don't do anything really, like... I'm not a party girl. Yeah. But it feels like it all gets built up inside of me, and whenever I go to Vegas, it's let free. Yeah. And I'm concerned that I'm gonna, like, do that i'm gonna be crazy in vegas i'm gonna be so tired in alaska yeah so i just gotta calm i just gotta calm myself i gotta be calm so that's what i've been that's and i got a haircut which you didn't notice and it's fine i'm sorry i am you know it happened no it looks really good Uh, i know it was just a trim but you did not and i got it kind of colored as well
1: no no i noticed that it's kind of like um the highlights kind of like fade like they melt like they look really
0: good so much so that's what I did. Nice. But I had a headache during it all. Yeah. And I'd ask my hairdresser for Tylenol. Did you ask her to massage your head? Yeah. Oh, I, well, I didn't have to ask because I knew she would do it. Because yeah. she's, I love her. But uh, yeah, it hurts so bad all the time. Yeah. I'm concerned, but it was okay. You should, do you drink a lot of water? Um, I don't drink any water. Okay, so. Ever. The only time I drink water is when I'm at this podcast. So it's definitely
1: that. Do you <laughs>
0: sleep? I sleep a lot. Sleep a lot,
1: okay, I'll take a finger away. So do you, like, eat healthy relatively, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I do. Okay. It's probably that I don't drink water. I yeah. drink water every couple of days. Like whenever I've seen those uh, "I shouldn't be alive" documentary series, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where they're like, I've been stranded in the desert for three days, no water, and I could tell I was about to die because of dehydration. I'm like, I've definitely gone three days without drinking water.
1: Yeah, I love the idea of someone being on "I shouldn't be alive" not because they were in like a life or death situation, but because they're just like so depressed. Actually, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs>
0: I think they probably do have a show like that.
1: <laughs> and the entire episode is like, well, I shouldn't be alive. Yeah,
0: I really shouldn't be. But I, you know, I... I'm trying to stay more hydrated. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to not... let what men say get to me anymore. Those are my two goals. Yeah. They'll give you a wicked headache. Yeah, that's probably where... I don't think it's even the water. I think it's men talking that yeah. has made me have such a bad headache. And... I'm really glad that I'm bringing this up actually because this week's topic is about alpha, alpha men. beta men on podcast. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> is and it
0: specific to podcasts? Yes, it is.
1: Um, yeah, I think, um, shit, what was I gonna say? I had like, the standup I did last night was like, it's called She's, Days and Gays. And so like, I have a lot of lesbian like sex stories, but I don't like telling those those jokes in like a predominantly straight crowd. Because, like they can't like appreciate it, or like the men get weird, but like, so I just prefer to uh, save most of those like awkward sex stories for like the gays, because yeah. it's like they'll appreciate it, you know, oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah,, oh, yeah, um, let me pull this up.
1: Kendall's on her phone, but I can start reading Wee. so um, Here we go.
0: <laughs> I've got it pulled up. okay. Alpha Beta Males, a misogynistic podcast. Do you listen? Or are you a fan of any?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I uh, I know there's, like, Andrew Tate and Joe Rogan. If they were to if they were to kiss, they'd stop time. Yeah. Wait, so, no, when uh, Joe Rogan dies, Andrew Tate takes his place like Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah.
0: What do you mean, like Santa Claus?
1: Well, yeah, have you seen the Santa Claus movie? No, Jim not, Carrey? Well, not
0: since I was, like... Jim Carrey, not Jim Carrey. Um, uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Yeah, no, I've well, I've seen it, but it's been a really long time. Like I was like a seven year old.
1: Yeah. So basically, if you kill Santa, you become Santa.
0: Ooh. It's like if
1: I killed the president, I would become. Now the...
0: that's a good pilot.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a really
0: Andrew Tate. <laughs> messed up political system. I had a personal trainer a couple months ago that I stopped using because during my session was like, I was telling him how I need to get out and walk more around my neighborhood because I work from home, so it's hard, I'm like on my couch all day. And he was like, you gotta get a good podcast that you can listen to while you walk because that really motivates me to get out and walk. Which I also was like, you don't walk. He was like fully ripped. I was like, you never are going on a walk around your neighborhood, you're always like lifting huge weights. But he was like, have you ever heard of Joe Rogan? Oh my (laughs) God. Yes, and he was like, he's incredible, you've gotta listen to him. And I honestly was less like, I wasn't like, oh my God, I can't believe he's telling me to listen to Joe Rogan. I was more like, it's so rude of you to ask me if I know who Joe Rogan is. You're such a person who would listen to a Joe Rogan podcast if you're asking me who, if I know who Joe Rogan is. That's insane. Yes, of course I do. And I hate him and I'm not listening to him and I'm not, I'm not working out anymore.
1: Same. I had a old uh, trainer, um, he did not like when he was out for a couple of days and i and i saw him the next time i was like training i was like yeah. what happened he's like i was playing soccer all day with my family and i didn't drink any water and i kind of had a heat stroke <gasps> and i was like you're a trainer you should know to drink water and he's like i just kind of and then he also told me that stretching is
0: bullshit yeah, that and I was like, stretching go. is not like I don't want to tear anything. I hate personal trainers. Not all of them, of course, but yeah. I've I've honestly worked a lot with a lot of them, and oh, I yeah, because you worked at worked the... at a personal training yeah. gym, and I am always like, you are not a doctor. Stop yeah. telling people medical advice. Yeah. You literally don't have a medical license. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't, and they will just be so confident, being like, you should be only eating this. Yeah. And be like, you should only be eating raw steaks. Yeah. Okay, well, that's not true, but thank you so much Mm -hmm. for that advice. And they'll start, they will give you medical advice. And I'm like, you've got to stop. You've got to cut it out. And one of them I had, I was asking to not be weighed because I was like, I don't want to be weighed every week because I I just think that would be bad for me. Mm -hmm. And- she was like, we have to, we have to. <laughs> and she would not let yeah. me not get weighed. And then I was like, okay, well then I'm not gonna come back. And she was like, I've never had a client do this. This is insane. You have to be weighed for me to be able to tell your progress. And I was like, I don't know anything about fitness, but I feel like I know more about fitness than you even do. Kind of, yeah. Isn't that interesting?
1: No, yeah. Um, Like when my old trainer, I was like, my body goal was to be jacked. Like it wasn't, <laughs> like that was the only thing I got like, I mean, I love having big arms and like a defined back I think is like so sexy. And so I wanted that and he could not wrap his mind around the fact that I didn't wanna like build my butt and do like a butt buster workout. And I was like, I want to look like a fucking power lifter. And he's like, let's do a lot of cardio. And I was like, you put the, forget that I have boobs. I want big arm, yeah. you know? I, I want <laughs> big arm. Yes. But my brother is a physical therapist. Like he yeah. went to medical school. And um, this is actually, he's like, every time people find that out, they ask him for a workout plan. And he's, it's just like so annoying. And I was like, I forget, like, it's kind of crazy how like you think about all the occupations where like, as soon as you say it, people ask you, oh, or yeah. like, if you're like, a com- I'm a comedian, they they're like, Jones. yeah.
0: Every or I saw something the other day on TikTok being like, it even happens they were like i'm a dancer yeah and every time i tell someone that they ask me to show them a move oh yeah and i'm like that is the craziest thing i've ever heard in my life
1: that would just be like just a
0: little pk turn in the middle of costco <laughs>
1: yeah and they're like woo <laughs> my mom's a doctor and she's like the amount of people that ask me to look at something oh yeah i'm like that would be annoying but i also hate you so leave me alone <laughs> but <laughs> i'm not asking you anything
0: and i don't have any questions
1: speaking of people we hate so what are alpha males and beta males Um, It's a term commonly used in the manosphere. Um, It's right above above the ozone layer. (laughs) Um, In the manosphere, men are commonly divided into alpha and beta males within an evolutionary psychology framework. Alphas are seen as sexually dominant and attractive to women who are hardwired to want sex with alphas, but will pair with beta males for financial benefits. It's like how some sharks will let fish like eat like part of their skin they won't eat the fish because they need to like shed some skin. So, like, fish will like chew on their I outer mean, layer. That's
0: kind of hot.
1: <laughs> that's the alpha, beta male. Like, yeah. Have you what seen a do.
0: documentary series? It's
1: kind of hot. They're <laughs> fish. <laughs> well,
0: oh, I can't remember what it was called. Hello, everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget. The clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I don't know an orthopedic doctor. So it's great to go on ZocDoc and make sure that I'm finding one um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com slash BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash B-C-C. ZocDoc.com slash B-C-C. But me and my girlfriend, this was like two years ago, we were just like scrolling on, I can't remember what streaming service. And we were like, oh my God, a shark documentary because I love sharks and dinosaurs and like all that. Like I watch like, when I'm on the toilet, I'm watching like shark attack videos. Like I'm obsessed with all of that type of stuff. And um, there we clicked on this documentary that we thought was just gonna be about sharks living their life and it was only about shark sex. And it was just sharks having sex.
1: Oh my God.
0: And the the entire documentary. It was like a docu-series yeah. and it was just sharks having sex. It's called Shark Hub. <laughs> it was called something honestly like that. Yeah. yeah I can't remember <gasps> what it was. Only Fins. Oh, wait, that's really cute.
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's just aquatic animals having sex. Oh my God, Aquatic. Oh my Anna- God. Anna- having Anna- mommies having <laughs> sex anyways so the manosphere is a collection of websites podcasts blogs and online forums promoting toxic masculinity strong opposition to feminism and misogyny it includes movements such as the men's rights movements incels involuntary celibates men going their own way mgtow pickup artists pua men's rights activists and father's rights groups Journalist Caitlin Dewey argues that the main principles of the manosphere can be reduced to one, the corruption of modern society by feminism in violation of inherent sex differences between men and women, and two, the ability of men to save society or achieve sexual prowess by adopting a hypermasculine role and forcing women to submit to them.
0: The manosphere has its own distinct jargon. <laughs> And the idea of misandry, hatred of prejudice against men is commonly invoked both in the equivalent to misogyny. Sorry, I messed that up. um, Is commonly invoked both as the equivalent to misogyny and as a way to deny the existence of institutionalized sexism. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Can you believe?
1: Can you believe? Misandry, um, a lot of men are like, misandry is just as bad as misogyny. And it's not, it's not because... (laughs) Women, for the most part, unless they're white, hold, but even if, even if they're white women, they don't hold power over white men. They, women do not hold systemic power. So, like, if I say I hated men, like, okay, there's that whole whole saying, like, uh, men's greatest fear is that women will laugh at them. Women's greatest fear is that men will kill them. So, like, men kill and women poke fun, and that is not, yeah. The same thing. Yes. yes.
0: No. And I like your shirt choice for today. Thank you. It's true. <laughs> I follow women run
1: shit. That was actually a very intentional. Uh, Naomi was sleeping in this, and I was like, "Babe, get up! I, I need your shirt." To- I gotta put it on. <laughs> and they were like, "Huh?" <laughs> so I just bought the mic,
0: and then they took off their shirt and went back to sleep. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's just like anything else where I'm like, your personal, like individuals' personal feelings. Mm-hmm. Are far less important than like the overall system. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I- I'm explaining this terribly, but it's just like for the most part, everyone's individual experiences are like less important to focus on than like what the uh, trickle down effect of like the government is. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Where so it's yes. like maybe your feelings are hurt, but you, you're not able to see like how much power you hold because of like the system that's in place.
1: Yes, it's like fat phobia. How yes, women who are thin can like be made fun of and shamed and they absolutely have and I imagine it's very painful. But making fun of someone for being thin when thinness is the eurocentric beauty standard when you are praised for being it people make fun of you and that is awful. That those two things exist at the same time. But making fun of a thin person is not the same as making fun of someone who is plus size, right. because plus size people are systemically oppressed. Well, and you're not ever gonna not get a
0: job because you're but too thin. There's- no, um. Well, the other way, I guess. You're never not gonna get a job because you're too thin. Yeah. Well, you could, I guess. You
1: used too many negatives and you lost me.
0: <laughs> you're never not not going to not get a job because you're not. <laughs> someone getting...
1: do the math for that and see <laughs> if I should agree. <laughs> Uh, yes, um, so a central tenet in the in the concept of the red pill, a metaphor borrowed from the film The Matrix, which is ironic. I mean, this The Matrix was written by a trans woman, so the fact that it Uh, The jokes write themselves. Um, In one scene, Lawrence Fishburne offers Keanu Reeves a choice. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. So these... What's crazy is that they have adopted the red pill as their label. Wait, who? uh, Incels are red-pilled.
0: Oh. Okay, I didn't know this. Yeah, so
1: you take the red pill, and that means, you know, uh, misogyny for life. Um, And, but in The Matrix, the whole point of the red pill is that you stay in Wonderland, and I show you the rabbit hole, which is like conspiracy and, you yeah. know. So it's like, guys. <laughs> Insane. The rabbit hole in this case is the reality, quote unquote, that women run the world without taking responsibility for it and that their male victims are not permitted to complain. (sighs)
0: Sorry, I'm still finishing reading. (laughs) Without taking responsibility for it. And that their male victims are not permitted to complain. I see. Okay. It concerns awakening men to the supposed reality that society is dominated by the feminism and biased against men. But this is what I mean. What I was kind of trying to say earlier, it's like, yeah. even if I like, a man came in here and I was like, I don't want to work with you because you're a man and I hate men and I hate you. It's like, that would maybe suck for that individual man. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, Because, because that does not affect, it really, I that's such an individual experience. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: I would say in the terms of, like, the legal system, you could probably, in a <laughs> professional work environment, say, I don't want to work with you because you're... I mean, it really, it's it's tricky. Lawyers yeah. out there, but... um, Sex-based discrimination. We have a huge <laughs>
0: lawyer following. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've made sure of it.
1: No, yeah. Uh, yes, because men are in a lot more positions of
0: power. So, bada bang. Yeah. And they always... um. I'm sorry, never mind. I'm skipping ahead. I was gonna say they just always feel like they I, I feel like every two male friends that I've ever had think they should start a podcast together. Uh-huh. And they do. Yeah, and they do. And I've and I know this could feel ironic coming from two podcast hosts. Yeah. <laughs> but I was in a movie a couple I was in a movie a couple months ago. I was seeing Hatched, I think is what it was called. Yeah. It's like a foreign film about a girl who turns into a bird. It's a horror movie and it was awesome. But um these two men would not stop talking the entire uh, trailers, and they were, like, so loud. They were, like, screaming, basically. They were just being like, so how's your wife doing? And it was, like, insane. Everyone was, like, these people, how are you talking so loud and not knowing that we're, like, stop? Mm -hmm. And they... It was so uncomfortable, and I think everyone was like, well, once the trailers start, they'll stop talking. And the... or once the trailers stop, they'll stop talking. And the second the movie starts, they continue talking so loud, and the last thing they said before a woman, like, stood up and was like, shut up! Yeah. One of the guys goes, all right, I'm gonna say it. We gotta start a podcast. And this woman stands up and is like, shut up. I was like, thank
1: you. She spoke for all of us. Oh my gosh, you know when you've been a little bit out of it and now your brain is working? My misandry wheels are just now starting to turn. Oh, I've got so much to say. Go ahead. Oh my God, wait, oh crap, what was I gonna say? Okay the talking in the movie theater thing. For everyone out there, if you're like, why does it seem like men always talk so fucking loud? And that's because it's a type of manspreading. So it's it's mm-hmm. auditory manspreading. And so like women and people socialize as women, you're taught to like stay small. You know, like m- reduce your size and you know just talk quietly amongst yourselves but men are not supposed to shrink themselves and that includes i mean i know you don't want to crush your dick so yes it makes sense that you kind of want to keep your legs apart when you sit down but like sometimes they take it to the extreme
0: i don't even believe that because i'll tell you what my vagina it gets in the way sometimes when i'm sitting Uh uh-huh but i still do it yeah you don't think my thighs are chafing together when i have my legs crossed Uh uh-huh they are they are there's been blood before
1: No, I've definitely, but my, I was like, your chin is huge, Kendall. No, um, but yes, we just talked about in our last episode, like I have pants that have literally worn down because my thighs shake way too much, yeah. Oh yeah,
0: I have, I have had rashes. Yeah, go on. I've had rashes before down there. I I don't open, you think it wouldn't feel good to have my legs separated? Yeah. It would, but I don't. Yeah. Because no one wants to see that. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, that some people probably would wanna see it, but I still don't do it because they say that's not polite. Yeah. So that's what I have to say about that. So I, to me, I'm like, I don't care how crushed your dick gets. Yeah. Do you think it's comfortable when I'm wearing a thong? <laughs> I have a piece of fabric in my asshole right yeah. now.
1: I stopped wearing thongs because I wore one that was way too small and I basically gave myself rope burn <laughs> between my <laughs> cheeks.
0: There's been times like, I, I feel like multiple times where I take off underwear and it's so, it's sunk so deep into my skin yes. <laughs> that I am like, this is a flesh wound. Like yeah. this is a full flesh wound.
1: Oh my God. I used to, I've told this story to a lot of people, but like I used to wear like really tight underwear. Um, yeah. And when I would Why? go through, I don't know. You know, when you just keep wearing the same clothes that you had when you were like, I just wear like all the same shirts I've had for years. I'm the
0: same way. And I think yeah. I also as like, I was a, a small, like a shirt size, a yeah. small shirt size in high school. And I think it took me years to be like, oh, you're not small anymore. Yeah. Cause you just go to like, you're like my size. It's yeah. a small. I'm always been a small. That's yeah. what it is. Like you just don't think about it. And I would go to order underwear and I'm like a medium. I'm always a medium. Me, a medium in underwear? Come on, <laughs> that's insane. And I just would keep ordering those clothes. And until like two years ago when I was like, oh, you can get adult sized clothes. That's okay. Yeah, you can. Yeah, and I did. And I was like XL and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not in pain constantly. Yeah. is incredible. Um, but your underwear was too small,
1: yes, and so I kept going through t s a and I would always go off in the center because the underwear was so tight, my crotch was very like abnormally hot, <laughs> and so they'd always pat me down, and then the lady was like, "Yeah, that happens like when you your underwear is a bit too tight and I was like, so I started wearing like underwear that was oh. my size, <gasps> and I started to accept my body, but wow experience believe that feminists and political correctness obscure this reality and that men are victims who must fight to protect themselves. I'm gonna bring it up again. Draw a parallel to narcissists. They believe that they are the victims. Mm-hmm. I am the, I've been hurt, therefore you're the bad guy and I don't wanna take accountability or change mm-hmm. because I'm incapable of looking at myself in the mirror so women and you are the problem.
0: Ding, ding, ding. There we go. It's so true and I'm sorry, I'm so sick of people talking about political correctness. Mm -hmm. Imagine I go on a speech where I'm like, I don't want to be politically correct. (laughs) I mean, the other way around is I'm just like, stop complaining about being politically correct. I'm so like, uh, because it's always, especially in the comedy world, I am like, You are actually allowed to be not politically correct sometimes to a degree. The real issue is that you're not funny and you're like not being politically correct. And that combo is actually makes people uncomfortable. Yes. So you're so unfunny that it's made everyone so uncomfortable because I like I feel like people will say to me, oh, Kendall doesn't like vulgar humor. I'm like, yeah, I actually do. One of my favorite stand up comedians is Sarah Silverman. Love Sarah Silverman.
1: Oh my God! For a brief second, I thought you were going to say me because you said Sarah. Oh. S- no, it's okay. I
0: love Sarah Silverman. No, <laughs> oh, you are also one of my favorite comedians, <laughs> and you're also very vulgar. Yeah, and I don't. Am you, I, Sarah? Okay, yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I watched you do a stand up set where you talked about taking shit out of your asshole by putting your hand up your vagina. That is way misquoted. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that punchline was fully wrong.
1: The trick is you can put your fingers in your vagina, face them towards your anus, and you can feel poop if you're constipated and kind of push them down. This has helped a lot of people (laughs) who deal with digestive issues.
0: So you're saying this isn't, it's not vulgar, it's medical.
1: Yeah, if I were to use the correct terms, like stick your phalanges up your vagina, turn them, Left Back <laughs> words, and feel around for feces, feces in your anal fecal cavity. Fecal cavity.
0: Sure, I yeah. guess I wouldn't consider that vulgar. Yeah, so I am the problem, and I'm sorry. No, you're good, but it's not my fault that. Yeah, my two favorite comedians are Sarah Shower and Sarah Silverman, mm-hmm. and both vulgar, especially Sarah Silverman. You're pretty clean, thank just you, just really informative. Yeah, Sarah. What? Oh my god, Sarah Silverman. Silverman. My brain is like, I'm having a panic attack. Too many of the same words. Um, Sarah Silverman is very vulgar and has said things that on her specials that are not politically correct. Has made jokes that are not politically correct, but are, fun. they have a punchline. But men just want to go out and say slurs and no punchline, no joke, no setup because they're not talented. And then be like, why am I getting roasted for being not politically correct. Yes. And like, because you're not politically correct and you're not talented and you should go back to college. Exactly. That's what I have to say. Exactly. (laughs) So. And, okay, one more thing. Do it. I'm so sorry. It's also that they're so about, I should be able to say whatever I want. And I'm like, you are allowed to say whatever you want. Mm -hmm. What you want, which is so scary. Yeah. What they want is a world where they can say anything and no one is allowed to be upset by it. Yes. That's what they want. And that's a narcissist if I've ever seen one, sorry.
1: So accepting the manosphere's ideology is equated with taking the red pill and those who uh, do not are seen as blue-pilled or having taken the blue pill. Okay. All right, it's just birth control. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some common terms, Kendall?
0: Common terms, alpha male, which are just, they're considered the dominating man, mm-hmm. an alpha. A beta male. A beta male, are, they're considered meek and unconfident, especially with women. Beta is often used to refer to men who are easily taken advantage of or ignored by women. Um, I think it's actually the opposite because I think when I see a meek man who is respectful of me, I'm like, I'm all over him. He's getting all my attention. Oh, I guess I'm a lesbian, so I'm not really a, a woman, I guess, but... mm-hmm. And then what else is there? Sigma male? No, 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 Wait, keep reading the oh. beta male. Some incels, incels will self-identify as beta males because they don't believe they are assertive or traditionally masculine and feel overlooked by women. Oh, they're like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Cuck, simp, soy boy. Great.
1: Let's dive a little bit deeper into the narcissist parallel. Alpha male, malignant narcissist. Beta male, covert narcissist. And a lot of covert narcissists say things like this. Picture I'm a man. I don't know. I'm just, like, not as hot as other guys. Like, that's why girls don't sleep with me. Like, if I had like big muscles and like, I was like a jock. Like then I'd, I'd take care of you. I'd fight people for you. Like you've heard that before, but you know that as soon as you give them a chance, they're gonna try to manipulate you. Yeah, It's just two sides of the same coin.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's honestly, debatably worse.
1: Yes, it is because like we've said, I hate when someone insults me but like trying to be my friend. Yes. Like, I'd rather you just be a bigot.
0: Well, it's like, I, I, when someone comes up to me, <laughs> this has happened rarely, but it's like, I hate gay people and I don't like you because Where you're go? gay. you go? Did they said that? I, I put myself in a lot of bad situations. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if someone said that, yeah, I would, I feel like I would be like, okay, well, yeah. I, you know, a part of me has got to respect it. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like the Westboro Baptist Church. Uh-huh. There's no, they're not trying to. They don't fuck around. They don't fuck around. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. And I love that. Yes. And I love them. And I lo- no, I don't love them. But I do. I'm like they leave no questions, and they're not trying to spin anything in a way that makes people confused. I don't know what I was. No, I get that. Do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. I, At least
0: it's refreshing where I say I know what I'm getting into with you, rather yeah. than if they came up to me and were like, "No, we love gay people. Yeah. We just want you just to can't burn in hell. S- yeah."
1: Like, um it reminds me of that meme, Worst Person You Know makes a really good point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've never seen that. It's
1: like a click hole um article where it's like um like it's like damn, worst person you know just made a and I the when I think about that, I remember. um I always think about Tommy Laren came out as pro choice and I was like okay, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she I was I got in... into a Twitter fight with her one time. <gasps> about to, I, what? Um I Something... guess it could be
0: anything. I'm sure political. For some reason, my brain went to, like, you guys had a personal <laughs> dispute, which is probably not what it was. Something about guns. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Lauren, we had a... I was in a car with a couple friends the other day, and I posed the question, if you had to have sex with one conservative, like, hardcore famous conservative, who would it be? Uh-huh. Mine was Tommy Lauren. Because I think Tommy Lauren, to me, is acting. I I have a... I have a... Into, I have a feeling uh-huh. that she's fully liberal, which does not make it okay what she's doing by any means. Um, but I just get that feeling. I mm-hmm. say I don't think she's telling the truth.
1: I think she can't hack it as a real journalist, mm-hmm. and so like the easiest
0: route is probably Fox. Well, it's like in Bombshell, Kate McKinnon's character is mm-hmm. like fully liberal, and yeah. then she's like, "Why do you work here?" And she's like, "Because I couldn't get a job anywhere else, and so I started working at Fox News, and now I can't get a job anywhere else because I work at Fox News." Yeah, I'm like, man. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. There's probably so many people like that. Yeah. Um, or they're not liberal, but she just like didn't really care. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was like, I'm not really political at all. And then started at, working at Fox and was like, okay, I guess now I this is what I do. Yeah. Insane. Um There's also a Sigma male. Sigma males describe it describes a male who's equally dominant to an alpha male, but exists outside of the alpha beta male hierarchy as a lone wolf. In the manosphere, it is regarded as the rarest kind of male. What is that? Who is coming up with this?
1: Man, it's that's why it disgusting. sounds. That's
0: why it sounds so inspired. Uh, uninspired. Um. Despite its all alt-right origins, the term "sigma male" has taken on an ironic and satirical meaning, often mocking the concept of the manosphere and the ideas of the hustle culture.
1: Ooh, what does not- hustle
0: culture have to do with manosphere?
1: Well, hustle culture is like you're a manly man, you work, you know, you wake up at oh, see. 5 a.m., swallow a dozen eggs, shit your brains out.
0: <laughs> there was a man, a boy, in my high school student council class uh-huh. who would, he would blend up a raw rotisserie chicken and eat Ugh. it. Well, he's just... <laughs> dead now probably <laughs> is all I can assume. There's no way he survived. You cannot do that. No. There's no way he survived. No. I, I don't know. Tell us about alpha male,
1: females. Alpha females are an alpha, f- oh, I was gonna say sigma males are not like other males, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm not like other males. I'm a sigma male. Um, so there's alpha male um, an alpha female. Alpha female is a con- self-confident, assertive and feminine. She is naturally dominant over all except her alpha male. Alpha fucks beta bucks. Um, This term describes a sexual strategy of marrying up among women where they prefer and have sex with alpha males but settle for less attractive beta males for financial reasons. So this is what Kendall said. I would rather see a guy, but Kendall's not talking about beta males. She's talking about a nice guy. We're both gay, but if I had to, if this was the 50s and I had to marry a man, I'd choose a nice guy over a jacked asshole any day. And I choose who's rich? Yeah.
0: What is even the question? Because then I don't have to even fucking talk to you because I can have us have separate bedrooms or at least like a California, Alaskan king bed. All right, so let me
1: put this into, I'm. this is misogynistic, but this is for the men, okay. So imagine alpha females doesn't mean what you currently think it means. Alpha female is like a super hot woman, but she doesn't blow you. And then a beta female is less attractive, but she does blow you. Which one would you, in your simple mind, probably do? They're like, oh, I never thought about it. Like, I'm sorry, guys. I know that I shouldn't, I'm. I'm... Sorry, but um, we're yeah. We're sorry,
0: we're so sorry. We got a lot of comments on that v- video we did where we said we only have four listeners. Wait, why are you upset?
1: You posted, okay, so we posted a clip of an interview. Well, you posted a clip of an interview to your Instagram and I'm the collaborator on oh, it. Pick Me Girls? Yes, Pick yeah. Me Girls. So the the likes are like 300,000 or whatever. And there's so, it's clearly a joke. And there's so many people, yeah. women included, just like, taking a bad at us like or a bad at you, like calling you like every name in the book. (laughs) And I'm like, so I'm like, the reason why this has so much engagement is because they think that you're actually a pick
0: me girl. No, that's like, that is how I roll. That's how I, I swear to God, Character content is insane because people are so stupid. I can't even believe. Obviously, most people, yeah. Oh, this when oh, honestly, not most people. People who follow me are like, she's doing a character, yeah. When I'm telling you, when I did that post that was like, your straight liberal parent or your your liberal parents finding out you're straight. Ninety percent of the comments are like, wait, I'm confused. They're straight. Yeah, I'm like, these we're both gay people Mm -hmm. doing a video. And I told you, there were conservative news outlets doing articles about how funny it was, yeah. and how true it was, and I was like, you're so stupid. Mm-hmm. And I want to, um, if you're neurodivergent, have a hard
1: time picking up on sarcasm, and I, or like jokes, I get it, but these are not you. No, no. They are. They, it's like, missing the joke so completely is like declaring to the world, like, I'm an idiot. All right, I'm going to keep going. And they get so
0: mad. They were so mad. I didn't really read the comments on that video, but I can imagine if they they were very mad.
1: Yeah, but sometimes um, the alpha fucks, beta bucks thing, sometimes it expresses a belief that women, yeah, marry betas to exploit them. Um, uh, All right, so there's masculine and feminine energy, which is not super directly, I mean, it is linked, but like, um, it doesn't show up in a lot of misogynistic podcasts. uh, manosphere is what Mia's telling us, telling us. I mean, it could, but it's not, like, super discussed. But masculine and feminine energy, what are
0: they? They are popular concepts on TikTok, especially when it comes to dating advice. People, usually women, provide advice on connecting and embracing either your feminine energy or your masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Seems that masculine energy will attract a partner with feminine energy and vice versa. Feminine energy is connected to letting your heart and intuition guide your decisions rather than your brain, because women don't have brains, so that's kind of, like, where that came from. Yeah. Um, With feminine energy, it's important to express your feelings, take pride in your appearance, and be vulnerable. Masculine energy is connected to thinking, because men are really smart, Uh planning, and being analytical. Yes. Okay, so people with masculine energy tend to take charge and be controlling and assertive. Which one do you think you fall under? Um, uh, probably
1: masculine energy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what I want, and I hate when people dilly-dally.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, don't love a dilly dallier. No. I I think I'm a mix of both. Cause yeah. I do think I have a masculine energy, but I think I lean more towards feminine. Yeah. Because I'm very, uh... I am definitely not a planner and I definitely do things with my heart. Yeah. And honestly, I do feel like me as a person is the exact opposite of how I am with my career. Because in my career, I think I'm very like, know exactly what I want. Yeah. I'm very like, this is how we're gonna do it. I plan everything to the T. But in my day-to-day life, I'm just very flying by the I always try to say this saying and I don't know what it is. The seed of my pants. Yes. Oh, there we What <laughs> yes. is a seed of a pant? Your butt. <laughs> That's fun. Wait. To imagine.
1: Is it flying by the seam of my pants? I don't, I Travis, you can speak.
0: (laughs) You may speak, Travis. It's seat, right? Yes, That doesn't make sense. I've never really thought about it. What is is that? Because every time I go to say flying by the seat of my pants, I get nervous and don't say it because I'm like, that can't be right. Hmm. Even Travis doesn't know a man, so Hmm. leave that. Who I guess has a feminine energy because he is not being very analytical in this moment. (laughs) Travis is a girl. Yeah. Please <laughs> start bullying Travis. Um okay. The- I, in my day-to-day life I fly by the seat of my pants mm-hmm. and I'm very emotional and I am uh, well a homemaker. Yeah. Sarah, <laughs> let's talk about the popularity and impact of alpha male podcasts because there are a lot of them and they're very popular.
1: Mhm. So there's um they've risen in popularity for a bunch of different reasons. Um they often provide dating advice for men seeking women. You know they help vulnerable young men to gain confidence, believe in themselves. They promote a fantasy of returning of tradi- tra- returning to traditional gender roles from older generations. Many men feel confused about how to express their identity within the complex framework of masculinity today. Ali Ross, a psychotherapist and spokesperson for the UK Council of Psychothera- Psych- Psychotherapy, there's a bunch of bikers. There's <laughs> a <cyclist. laughs> yes. um, Says, if you ask men of a generation of two further back or two further back who are willing to be open and honest, a lot of them didn't actually have very happy relationships Um, being in that clear, fixed role. This content is marketed as self-help for men who are struggling with real issues. These podcast hosts are seen as compelling to their followers because they are perceived as anti-mainstream. These figures and their content are actually very much part of the mainstream because they validate tropes about gender and violence against women. Um, Brett Steele, Senior Director of Preventing Targeted Violence at the McCain Institute, says men usually flock to the manosphere because they aren't happy in some kind of way and searching for a sense of belonging. Yeah, it's like um, Travis, our producer, was just like talking about how people seek out conspiracy theories. Because oftentimes you don't wanna believe the, like something will be, totally transparent. Like whenever I, I've talked about this, like I go to a therapist and she's like, if you go outside and take a walk, you will feel marginally better. Will it cure your depression? No. And so I'm laying in bed all day long and I'm like, that walk wouldn't have worked. I gotta do something crazy. I gotta dye my hair. Dude, just the reason, take the fucking walk. And so like these men go to conspiracy theories instead of just looking at the obvious answer Because-
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I think if you hit that demographic that these men who love, who, people who consume these men's content, it, it's very similar to like Trump, for example, where mm-hmm. it's like you've honestly hit the jackpot where it's like the worse things you say, the more respected you are, because it almost does like a full circle where they're like, wait, they are saying something new. Mm-hmm. This is new information. Like all the time they'll be like, can I just say, I don't want to date a fat woman. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. And it's like, it seems like it's new, but it's like, that is the least new idea you've ever presented. That is is not a new idea. And so I don't even know if half the time they believe half the stuff they're saying. They're just kind of like, the worse I say, the more genius it sounds because these people are so stupid.
1: Yeah, so circling back to narcissists, Narcissists, it's all about how they feel. That's why if you argue with your mom, I'm just gonna say that your mom is probably a narcissist if you're listening. (laughs) You could know... You're looking
0: in a mirror right now.
1: (laughs) I'm looking at a photo (laughs) of my mom. You could know, you could have it on tape, what you Mm -hmm. know to be true. You bring it to them and they spin it and that is their reality because all they know, the only thing that matters in this situation is not the truth, it is how they feel. So if you're making them feel bad, they're going to come up with anything to get around the concrete evidence. These men know deep down, it is, buried beneath their shame, that there is concrete evidence that what they are saying and believing is not true. However, they feel like, because they've been socialized, I am supposed to get a woman. I could get any woman. I'm the top dog. And now society is saying, no, you can't. And so all they feel is bad. Yeah. And so they're gonna spin a bunch of bullshit because that is so much easier than opening up that tiny box, that, just unearth like a fucking sewage drain of shame.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll tell
0: you, it's hard to get in shape. I've never done it, and I mm-hmm. don't plan on doing it. And I think that there's a lot we we were told that there's a lot of people who were maybe not so popular in middle school. Yeah. We watched get jacked. Yeah. That's not easy to do. No. It's like that guy who's eating raw. Raw rotisserie chickens blended up. He said, "This will fix my problems." And he worked his ass off. He's getting up at four. My my school started at six thirty because I had a zero period. He's Mm -hmm. getting up at four fucking a.m. Yes, going and drinking a full chicken. Yes, and then working out for years and years. And then he get he's jacked as fuck, and he gets to the end of it, and everyone's like, "Hey, we actually don't. We're so sorry. We actually do not care about that anymore. Thank you so much. Yeah, that actually is not interesting. And I wish you had a better personality. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I mean, panic mode. They freak the fuck out. Yeah." This, um, it's like um, alcoholism again. Uh,
1: a lot of people don't get sober. They know that they are an alcoholic, but it is, it's a lot of people, I understand a lot of people are very comfortable in, um, neglect, like they're suspended in a comfortable neglect because if you're raised in a maybe a tumultuous home or you have negative perceptions about yourself or mental health issues, it is terrifying like to get better sometimes. And I'm not saying that like everyone is just like, no, I refuse to get better. Like if I have like an avoidant attachment style.
0: You do? Yes. Okay.
1: I have dated people in the past who don't like me. And that sounds, like, that doesn't make any sense. But I did not believe that I was worthy of love because be, growing up, I did not receive love. So if someone genuinely liked me, like they treated me well, I pushed them away to a point where they would have to get out of my life. That doesn't make any sense. But like- i was avoiding, yeah. It, it
0: makes sense because it's avoidant detachment.
1: I'm comfortable pushing people away and then being like, see, I'm gonna be alone forever. Like no one will ever love me getting into relationships with people who don't like you is a control issue because you know how the relationship is going to end. They don't like you. They're going to break up with you. And then it reaffirms something in your head. See, no one will ever love me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that all of you are just dating horrible people and you're unhealthy because you. it's like a lot of people don't
0: realize that they're very comfortable in their Mm -hmm. pain. Yes, 100%. Yes. 100%. And it's so funny because so I used to be very anxious attachment mm-hmm. and I went to lots of therapy and I've moved now to being secure yeah I, secure anxious but very I'm secu- pretty secure yeah and it's a similar yeah it's a similar thing they shouldn't date each other anxious and avoidant if you're dating an avoidant person you're anxious You're just not gonna work out no you just shouldn't, do, shouldn't do it but I yeah I think it it was this very much like Things bad things can always happen to mm-hmm. you, and bad things in relationships can always happen. And your partner could always cheat on you, and that all these things are true. And so it really puts you is kind of off topic, but it puts you in such an impossible position when you're anxious to attachment, and I think sometimes avoidant as well, where you're like, this bad thing's gonna happen. I'm constantly anxious that this person's gonna like stop talking to me or whatever. And then that thing usually happens because that's how relationships are sometimes. Yeah, like, especially when you're in your early twenties, it's like, yeah, most of your relationships may not work out, mm-hmm. but every time that happens, it like reaffirms every anxious thought you had. Yeah. And those thoughts weren't valid because you were like, they're probably cheating on me right now because they didn't text me back in 10 minutes and I'm like, freaking out. Yeah, And then if they do end up cheating on you, even if it's three years later, it makes you like, oh, this is all, this mm-hmm. is all true, this is all true. But it's so much easier when you just realize like, uh, maybe you don't wanna be in that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> does that
1: make sense? Yes, it does. <laughs> I think, um So, like, back to narcissists. I'll tell you, I
0: don't want to be in a relationship with as a narcissist. Go ahead, Sarah, take it away.
1: So, like, perfectionism, um... Okay, so we find, like, in America, actually in most of the world, we live in, like, a... we have, like, black or white thinking. Um, and that can, like, quickly devolve into, like, narcissism, where, like, good versus evil. And then Christianity, that influenced good versus evil. What would help a lot of people heal in a multitude of ways is that you try to get into neutral. Like don't, yeah. don't even, the goal should not be, I am a good person. The goal should be, I can be good and I can be bad. That way you can see yourself and you can see situations and relationships yeah. more objectively. Yeah. And so like, that's why a lot of perfectionists deal with like, it's all or nothing. And I don't want to even try something because if I fail, I am a failure. We all, in it, it, any range of mental illness, you've got to move to neutral. Yeah. If you are depressed, get over it. No, um, <laughs> if you're depressed and you're like, what is the first thing I should do? It is, and it, if you don't have health insurance and your therapist is not helping, you need to try to move your attitude Neutral, you know, anxiety, yeah. move it neutral. Relationship with anxious and avoidance, Yeah. N- move it to neutral. Yeah. And that becomes like secure in whatever iteration. Yeah, because
0: all I ever did when I was anxious was try to like counteract and be like, I-, I feel like so much of what anxious attachment, dating with anxious attachment was, was like, I was so panicked and then my, all I was doing was trying trying to be avoidant. Yeah. Which is like, why would you try to be avoidant? That's not good. You don't want to yeah. be avoidant, you don't want to be anxious. Those are both bad. You shouldn't be both bad, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. But I would be like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I see this text, I'm actually not gonna respond for two days. And then they're gonna be like, is she dead? And I'm gonna be like, no, I just don't care about you. Yeah. And, but that's all a lie. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why would you try to go? Now you're just trying to be mean. Like, why would you try to go to that other side and do that? Just be normal, just respond to the text when you receive it. Don't be waiting by your phone, just be normal. Yeah. But that's so, yeah, you never think to do that. You're just like, the problem is that I'm not being cool.
1: Because we're conditioned, there's only two options. It's like a bunch of car people are gonna tell you, like, yeah, if you're on black ice and you're spinning out, don't overcorrect, don't do anything relax, ease up off the gas and just like
0: overcorrecting is what hurts you. Yeah, because, and especially with anxious and avoidant attachment, avoidance, if usually anxious and avoidant are are dating each other. It does not last, but they usually are dating each other and everyone I dated before my current partner was always avoidant. Yeah. Um, and I can't. I must have been a nightmare to date because I was so anxious, and I was just always like, "Do you but, love me?" I remember me, one time I thanked a girl for dating me. That's how bad I was anxious attachment.
1: Let me um let, violate. Let me validate you let though. me violate you right now. You might have been a nightmare to date, but so were they.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah. But I think usually in that combo, the avoidant person Seems is cool. Is the cool person? That is who is. Dodging your calls—that's who's canceling dates. The avoidant person is just like succumbing to whatever the avoidant person is. So I think over time, it has trained society to be like, you are—you are going to succeed in dating if you are like an avoidant person. Yeah. Which is insane because, uh, newsflash: every avoidant person who has not gone to therapy is not dating anyone. Yeah. <laughs> because they are having a lot of short-term relationships. Yeah. Similar to someone who's anxious as well. But it's like. There's really no, just because you were in that relationship being like, I would do anything to date this person yeah. and they don't want to date me. In your head, you're like, they could have anyone, but that's not, it has actually has nothing to do with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's what I have to say about that.
1: <laughs> so why are so many uh, misogynistic podcasts hosted by men? Um, actually, I would love to see a internalized misogyny <laughs> podcast. That, I feel like there's a couple, but I would love to watch it.
0: Well, I guess there's one, who's that girl, Pearl? Oh, Pearl. Oh, Pearl, <laughs> oh, God. Pearl. Mr. Crab's daughter She's doing a... her podcast.
1: So the reason why we all know they can be lucrative, men say something stupid, men watch, you make a lot of money. Um, well,
0: and I think it's similar to what we were talking about before. It's yeah. like people hating your content, people make careers out of that. I mean, yeah. there's like every video that I've had that's gone like mega, mega viral, like 50 million views, those videos are mostly people commenting who hate me. Like, there's no, so I I think these videos go viral because people wanna comment on them and be like, fuck you. Obviously there's a lot of people who love them, but it's like, it comes up on my For You page because someone stitched it and then I go to it because I'm like, who are these idiots? And then I'm just like going down this rabbit hole of these men that are insane. And it's like addicting to watch someone who's so stupid. It really is like, I can't look away from how insane this is. And it makes you, I never comment, but people, so half the comments are people being like these idiots. Yeah. And that's how, I think, how it does so well. Mm-hmm. I think if nobody could comment negative things, the videos would do shockingly bad. Yeah. I th- think there is a huge popu- like population of people who agree with them, like uh-huh. I'm not saying there's nobody that agrees with them, and I think that's an issue, but I don't think it would be getting millions and millions of views. Oh no. Because they're not interesting enough. Nor. And they're not hot enough, not that that matters. No. Not hot like us, Sarah. <laughs> We're so hot.
1: <laughs> Um, There's also a large audience for this type of content. Andrew Tate currently has 5.3 million followers on Twitter. Um, And then also these podcasts were launched with a different premise and then involved to promote misogynist ideas. Um, It's most popular clips promote sexist ideas and double standards. Um, Influencer Kevin Samuels who died May, 2022. Thank God he did. He did? He does a favor. Um, Initially introduced himself to audiences as an image consultant and lifestyle coach, et cetera, so forth. But yeah. Oh my God, how did he die? Money audience, hopefully. I think he, Um, I don't know. Who cares? Oh, Man, that's but crazy. But TikTok often promotes these podcasts and other misogynistic content to men, despite claiming to ban it. Kendall, I feel like you should take this away.
0: Exactly right. The Observer mm-hmm. conducted an experiment where they set up a new TikTok account for imaginary for an imaginary teenager. Using the account they watched videos aimed at male viewers, this included a clip from Alpha Blokes podcast and a clip of the TikToker, of a TikToker discussing how men don't talk about their feelings. Without liking or searching for any content proactively, TikTok began suggesting videos from Andrew Tate and Jordan Peterson. Sorry, I defer. Without liking or searching any content proactively, TikTok began suggesting videos from Andrew Tate and Jordan Peterson, a Canadian psychologist known for his right-wing views. So basically they're pushing it. Yeah,
1: they're I remember it. I saw one this is my for you page is messed up now. I watched one really sweet video of this man who got um like he was balding and mm. he got like a wig, like um like a toupee. Yeah and he was just like crying after they installed it like he was like it oh i'm actually going to cry he was like this wrecked my confidence so oh. bad and so just like looking at how like his entire face changed i like searched men getting like hair plugs or yeah. like hair transplants or wigs and i just i was watching it cuz it was like the the confidence these men had it was like so sweet yeah. like they were like i i understand you know they they feel transformed and so then now all of my tiktoks i see are about hair plugs ah! and balding and i'm like like I, i'm i like i I mean i guess i did search it for like a but you know
0: no but this podcast also fucks up my for you page because yeah. i'm searching like elon musk interview yeah and then it's like <laughs> this is a white bitcoin asshole
1: oh my god i was um writing a sketch about a writing assignment about a dui and i just kept looking up like what happens in court for a DUI? How is a DUI a felony or misdemeanor? Yeah. What are the fines for and so like now like all of my searches, if you were to like if I were to commit a crime in the next day, you go to my fucking oh, searches, yeah. it's just all
0: DUIs. Oh yeah. I had my friend Lily read through my search history. Because yeah. when you write comedy, it's insane. Yeah. You have to be like, what's the Like you know, most poisonous bird in the state of Kansas. Yeah, it's just a bunch of random searches like. (laughs)
1: Will it kill my (laughs) (laughs) roommate? Kill
0: my roommate? Not me? Question mark. (laughs) Um, the content has led to misogynistic thinking of men and young boys who watch it. Duh. Mm. Let's you know. Um, so let's um, skip down to notable podcasts. These notable podcasts. All right. Or wait. Sorry, I'm lost. Are we at responses to Alpha Male podcast, or we should go to just? Do you want to touch on? This? Uh, I don't care. I'm good. Well, let's just start with notable. Yeah, notable podcasts. Okay. Um, popular misogynistic content creators include Andrew Tate, who is banned from TikTok. Just pearly things. Is that pearl? Yeah, pearly. I assume she's
1: a um she's a girl and she's like, I think she. Okay. I don't know if this is gonna be messed up. I hate that bitch. <laughs> When you look at Pearl, (laughs) you are like, how do you feel comfortable saying this? And I know that looks are, you know, you shouldn't judge a woman by her looks at all. But I am like, Pearl, you have got to be kidding me.
0: And she looks gay, right? Mm, she looks, yeah, she could be. She kind of dresses like me in eighth
1: grade. <laughs> Let me see if I can do, like, uh, an equivalent. So she does not wear makeup. She wear, wears a pearl choker. She has preppy clothes, but not like J. Crew. More like Ann Taylor Loft. Yeah. She has blonde hair. It looks fairly healthy, but
0: she... <laughs> You know, when. Um, I'll give her that. No split ends and clearly updated trimming. She is incredibly pale and has
1: blonde hair, and all the clothes she wears washes her out. Yeah. It's almost like your eyes can't register her. Yeah. But when she talks, you're like, misogyny is there. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. And she's just, and I mean, you know, different structure, different folks, but she is nothing to write home about. No. And all the stuff that she says is just so misogynistic.
0: It's insane. Well, because she's like, is she single? Yes. You, and we know the only val the only way to have value as a woman is if you're dating a man, so that's why I asked that question. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think she, it's similar to these podcasters. It's like, the worse she gets, the more viral it goes. Uh-huh. I mean, she could say, her job is to like, say the worst possible fucking thing. Yeah. And I think it's always important to remember that this is her job. Like, she's yeah. a, Influencer, dare I say, yeah, and like, what do I do when I'm writing comedy? I'm like, what can I do more? How do I heighten this? How do I make this worse? Yeah, to get or in more big so I can get more views? Yeah, and that's I mean, I assume that's what she is because the more the worse stuff she says, but then I guess if she's just being genuine. She's like, the worse stuff I say, the more attractive I am yeah. to men, which is so deeply upsetting. Yeah.
1: You know that point you made about Tommy Laren and like that show where like they just got hired by Fox, but they don't actually believe it? The movie Bombshell. i c I've heard Pick Me's talk. I've heard women with a lot of like internalized misogyny talk. When I hear Pearl talk, I don't believe she said like she means what she says. Yeah. Like I feel like she half memorized it. In the morning, and yeah. then said it because there's no conviction in her misogyny. Yeah, and that's like I wish she like if if I was gonna give her any notes, I'd be like <laughs> get some fucking oomph, oh, like <laughs> get some fake tits, <laughs> like say it with your fucking like your yeah. diaphragm, you know? Because it's um she's like you know let me try to do this, you know. A lot of girls nowadays would actually like I mean, men are like super. <laughs> They're, you're wrong for wearing makeup all the time, right? Like, that, that doesn't sound like I believe what I said. Pearl, be She's like looking this. She's hand. Be like, you look stupid wearing fucking makeup. You know, like there's like conviction. Yeah, I don't know, you went to acting school.
0: And that's exactly what I would have done. That was an incredible work.
1: I wish you could be on set with Pearl and just be like, I need to give you some notes. I would
0: have. I'm always like, I would love to go on a date yeah. with Pearl or Tommy Lauren. I yeah. have so many. I because I, I want to just be straight up. Like, yeah. you know, just be like, do you believe, uh, honest to God? You like, need to swear a, on your life. <laughs> you need a Westboro Baptist this. Church. This seriously.
1: I need a, what what do you a sign. No. I don't know what you
0: believe. Yeah. What are you wearing? a pencil Pencil's great. <laughs> <Pencil's laughs> 2023? Come on, Pearl. (laughs) What, is it feminist to get a tailor? Truly? Jesus. Oh, my. And if you believe in trickle-down economics, you'd think you'd go to a tailor. Yeah. (laughs) Take (laughs) that shirt in, Pearl. (laughs) People want to take you seriously. But it's just proof that it's like she, that there's so few, she doesn't even have to be. (laughs) Because I guess with Tommy Lauren, my queen, clearly, (laughs) my girl crush, I'm like, I get why she has a personality. Yeah. She, it's not good. <laughs> no. But she's like, listen here, Mr. President, I yeah. have one word to say to you. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I get she's giving something. Yeah. But Pearl, I'm like, all she has to do is say the worst stuff. And they're like, she's the only woman we have. It's yeah. like when a gay man is pro Trump, it could be any gay man. Oh, yeah. And they're like, he's our everything. Oh, yeah. You don't have to even, honestly maybe we should try if we just start <laughs> no. being really fucked up. No. We'll get a huge audience because they just don't have a lot to pull from. They don't have a lot to draw from.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm writing a pilot, as is Kendall.
0: <laughs> but... <laughs> you so much. I told Sarah, they're not allowed to say they're writing a pilot without. No. Every time you say, I do stand up. Kendall's also done stand up. But before. I don't,
1: I don't <laughs> want to talk about like just me, me, me. But because um, I do. That's what neurodivergent people. We don't ask each other questions. Usually we just insert the story that we want to I tell. Know.
0: I was telling my therapist, like you'll say, you'll be like, well, I was getting my tire fixed and I say a tire. Tire reminds me of, uh, I'm tired. Let me tell you about how I didn't take my medication last week and this is showing you that I'm listening, but really it's um, not. (laughs) I think with
1: neurotypical people, it's rude if you don't ask them questions, but neurodivergent people just know to say what you're fucking thinking. So like a lot of
0: people, we're friends.
1: Um, And so, wait, what was I gonna say?
0: You were talking about how we are writing a a pilot. pilot.
1: And so you were like, we should be evil. (laughs) See, I'm doing like the tired, (laughs) tired, but um, in the pilot, there is a character who is a narcissist and I was trying to write, I was like, I was being too PC about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm supposed to make her dirty rotten. Yeah. So I'm not gonna make her stupid, dirty rotten. I'm gonna make her yeah. smart, dirty rotten. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what would mom say? And so I literally just started writing what my mother has said to me, but my mother is also incredibly smart. Yeah. So like one of the things I said, um, Well, I wrote, I thought this was really smart. Um, she, the character was talking about, I don't know why my daughter can't give me birthday presents. There's so much change on the ground nowadays. And then another character says, why don't you give her an allowance? And then the character who's based on my mother said, because I'm not a slack-jawed liberal with a room temperature IQ. Incredible. (laughs) Something my mother has said to me. She
0: said that. Yeah, my mom, both of my parents are incredibly well-educated. I can't decide if I hate your mom or if I have a weird, uh, crush on your mom, <laughs> dude. Okay,
1: if my mom was not my mom and she was not a Republican, she would be one of the most impressive women I've ever met. Yeah, like that's that's her. She's like an amputee.
0: Yeah, she's been
1: deployed five times. She like is lit- she really
0: an amputee? Yeah, part of her foot got crushed off. Oh, well, you said she's like an amputee. and I was like, what does that mean? She's like an amputee <laughs> in
1: that she is missing parts of her amp- like brain. <laughs> no, um, no, but like both of my parents, incredibly impressive people, but they're also deeply selfish yeah. so that's why they're usually republican
0: yeah no. oh boy anyway
1: there's some notable quotes and scandals like uh Myron Gaines co-host of the Fresh and Fit podcast once bragged that he's never tried to please a woman sexually who gives a fuck about a woman's orgasm it's useless said Gaines
0: <laughs> i this actually just gave me, I, I had like a full body reaction to that yeah. sentence. That made me so deeply angry.
1: You can't, uh, saying out loud, I cannot make a woman orgasm, even as a lesbian. Oh my gosh, another point I'd like to connect. Men are like, women are so hard. Yes, they are. As a lesbian, they can be hard. Like what when- What do you mean hard? Like, like you get rejected.
0: Oh, oh, I see.
1: Okay, so like, I thought you
0: meant like horny.
1: Women are so hard <laughs> no. all the time. Something that was a genuine culture shock, when I transitioned from straight to gay dating apps, on straight dating apps, I'd have like 90 to 150 men just like lined up. On a gay dating app, it doesn't matter if you're the prettiest girl in the entire world or if you're super fucking smart, you'll get maybe, five matches a week.
0: Yeah, because you know? they're reading every response you wrote. Yes. And deciding if they match with your personality. Yes, yeah.
1: so the same frustration, a similar frustration that men feel when they go on dating apps and they're like, I'm only getting like five matches in a week. Lesbians also experience that too. And you know what you do? You fucking roll with it. And you connect with these people. You're not like, I don't know. I also sold hair straighteners at a mall kiosk. So I've been rejected by hundreds mm. of women every day for a long period of time. That, so. I couldn't
0: do that job yeah i feel like it'd be easy if you're a little neurodivergent oh yeah the- i think it, you're just like they said no got it <laughs> great i was uh, on to the next i'm yeah. supposed to ask you do you want a hair straightener no and they don't want one and that's fine. Yeah. they probably already have one yeah
1: i had like i wasn't medicated for my adhd so i was just like talking to people <sighs> do you want to do you want me to straighten your
0: bangs <laughs> no okay hey you want me to straighten your bangs? it's free you don't have to buy one i'll buy one for you Yeah. Okay. So they said that. They said, when (laughs) pressed by one of the women on the show that night, who? Why do women go on these shows? Yeah. Because I always see where they're like arguing with the man. Yeah. And I'm like, so you don't like these men? Like, I guess I would understand if Pearl went on to just be like, I please date me. I love you. Yeah. But these women go on, and I'm like, where did you even get get contacted by them? I don't understand.
1: The only thing that would make sense if it's like an Uber situation, because I become Tommy Laren in an Uber. Like, if a man is driving, the doors are locked, and he has my life in his hands. Like, if you can get charged with assault with a deadly weapon with a car, if you hit someone with your car, then a car is a weapon. So this oh, yeah. man has, a, I'm with him with a weapon. Yeah. I'm gonna start agreeing with everything. So the only th- reason I can think that these women start agreeing or going on is that it's a hostage situation.
0: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And because I've had Uber, I think we've talked about this before, I've had Uber drivers just go on, ri- especially when I lived in New York. I don't yeah. know, I, New York, they all are conservative and they're all so angry. You get in the car and like, how's your day going? I'm like, good, how's your doing? And they're like, well, not good, because guess what? Trump's not president anymore, and I love Trump, and I'll tell you what, Trump was the only person, and they go on this rant, and yeah. all I can say, I say, uh, yeah, I know, I, cause I'm not gonna, I am not going to have an argument with this man who yeah. has me in his car. It's like I don't tell Uber drivers I'm gay. Like, yeah. They'll be like, do you have a boyfriend? And half the time I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. Because guess yeah. what? You will never fucking know anything about my life. They will. They are so comfortable asking such personal questions. They too. are. They I say, where are you, you live here? I say,
1: I'm supposed to fucking say to that. No, I was like, no. I think men driving for Uber is the closest that they can get to holding a woman at
0: gunpoint without getting arrested. Yeah. That's why I always do, the bougiest thing I do in my life, I only take Uber luxury. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I really do. I will not take an ugly Uber, which is so stupid because, guess what, someone in a... uh uh, I can't even name a fancy car. That's how bad I am with cars. But yeah. uh, an Audi, is that a fancy car? Yes. Someone in an Audi can also kidnap you. But to me, but they are nicer. Yeah. Like you get in an Uber luxury and they are like, ma'am, it is. thank you so much. Here's a water. Here's a phone charger. Yeah. I'm going to be silent because you wrote on the thing. You don't like chatting. Yeah. And the AC is on blast. Yeah. Enjoy your ride. And I'm like, I will pay thousands of dollars to do this.
1: Oh, my God. That was like a video that we're... <laughs> I, that was a video that I wanted to make the other day, because Instacart is the same thing. If I'm like literally crossing my fingers, like please give me a female shopper, give me a female shopper, because I literally ordered Fenty pressed powder yeah. from Instacart, and I was like, this is a crap shoot. I'm not a gambler, but here we are. Yeah. And I was like, give me a woman. Got paired up with a guy. He gets to Sephora and he is like, where do I find Fenty? And I was, I like went stress blind. Like I was like, I was like, that is weaponized incompetence if I've ever seen it. Weird, it's not even- Ask a person who works there. It's not even they're out, is this okay? It's walk around the fucking store and look for it. I'm not like, and then my like, his life flashed before my eyes and I suddenly, I knew all the women that he had dated in the past. I knew that he at least hospitalized five women yeah. with his stupidity. You know, never got
0: a birthday gift.
1: There's at least two women in his past that are on antipsychotics right now mm-hmm. because he kept asking, how do I find Fenty at Sephora? I'm sorry. I, oh my
0: God, my eyes keep sticking together cause my
1: eyelash glue, but let's. <laughs> cause notable.
0: he, he it. cause guess what? He, you got it from this guy and he brought you Elmer's glue. Oh wait. And now p- it's stuck to your, your eyelids are stuck together.
1: But the point I wanted to make is what Kendall was saying. I wish. You like I I wish you could request a female Uber driver or a female Instacart driver, but I know the second that that feature comes out, men would start assaulting female Uber drivers more and more because they would choose women, and then people would start assaulting female Instacart drivers because you could choose women. It's like, but it's also they don't have enough. They wouldn't even have
0: enough. That's what would happen is everyone would choose female and they'd be like, we actually can't do this. It's like when I requested on a therapy app to have a gay uh, yeah. therapist and they didn't have any gay therapist so they gave me a conversion therapist. Yeah, That really <laughs> happened. Because I guess in Louisiana or wherever she was from, it, you, know, you can identify as an LGBT therapist if you're a conversion therapist. They didn't have any gay therapists. That is that
1: technically was... a type of gay therapist. Did you
0: make this law, Sarah? You advocated <laughs> for this law, didn't you?
1: No. Uh, what's uh the last? Um, yeah. So the guy can't make his girlfriend come. Oh, we just went on a couple of rampages,
0: but oh shoot, I got I got taken out of my my. Uh...
1: No, it's okay. We're literally done. Oh
0: great. He then she asked I read she asked, if you ever satisfied a woman?" And he said, "I've never tried, but it happens sometimes, which it didn't. It never happened, and she faked that orgasm. That's ultimately what happened. Yeah, it's like when Ben Shapiro was like, "I know this is old news, but when he was like when WAP came out and he was so disturbed by it, and yeah. he was like, I- if you're that wet after sex, you should go to the hospital." yeah, <laughs> it was like, okay, clearly you've never made your woman your woman, your wife come. Is this Ben weird. Gay?" No, he has a wife. Well, probably, but no, he has a wife. No,
1: Ben Shapiro
0: is gay. He has to be. No, he's not. I mean, once again, he probably is, but he has a wife and kids, I think. Oh yeah, and he's that guy who like always compliments his sister. Yes, and his sister, I, me and my best friend Nicole went on a huge rabbit hole of watching her videos because she's a YouTube channel. I think it's called Classically Abby. Yeah. It's like ten, th- 10 ways to decorate your house when a man comes over. 10 ways to leave the house being the perfect guest. Uh-huh. <laughs> they are addicting and they are so insane. And yet they love each other. They want to definitely have sex with each other. Oh no, they have. They That's who that's his wife.
1: No, they've. I can tell, you can always tell when siblings have fucked.
0: Yeah. people's siblings i have a lot of siblings yeah and the way people talk about their siblings sometimes as a person who has a lot of siblings i'm like that's gotta stop i
1: keep thinking about this guy in high school who his sister was gorgeous he had a very beautiful sister and his facebook profile picture was him and his sister in a bikini so they were both i mean so he was in uh, trunks and then she was in a bikini i was like you know what that's not weird maybe they're close every single Profile picture is some variation of them at the pool in their backyard, and she is in a bikini. You think he
0: wants people to think that's his girlfriend?
1: I don't know, but they're pre- they're pressed up against each other. No. They were the inspiration for siblings are dating. Yeah, and I can say there should be the inspiration for both. You know, oh like. Oh my god.
0: Anyway, we every time my siblings, I wish there was a video I could show right now of my siblings hugging me. I'm so bad when my when my siblings try to hug me, I yeah. like. Full, my full body tenses and I um, panic. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, please get away from me. <sighs> well, we've got a guest on today mm-hmm. who I'm very excited to speak with. He's Are fucking you? his sister. <laughs> and yes, he's really, they're outside right now, having sex, <laughs> and I'm really excited to talk to him. No, we're talking to a guy who truly does host a a misogynistic podcast. Yeah, and I I am so pissed off that you have to go to the DMV because I do not want to interview this man.
1: I know, but I've just got to get uh, my commercial truck driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: know that's important to you, so I'm gonna let it slide, Mm -hmm. because I know you've been working towards it for a really long time and I'm really proud of you. Thank you. But I don't want to interview this man, but here we go. We're gonna do it. All right, everybody, we are here with a very special guest that I am just over the moon to interview remind me your name again michael hawk michael hawk okay and do you go by michael or would you prefer mike 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 Hawk. okay so mike, mike hawk. hawk mike hawk mike hawk yeah mike hawk like call right mike hawk mike hawk yeah, yeah got it my Mike cock okay uh interesting name now tell me you host a podcast right yeah can you tell me a little bit about it
1: uh, it's called Breaking the Sigma. Uh, we talk about the hardships of being a Sigma male. Uh, it's hard being, uh, you know, a-, a pack of one. I mean, we've all, you know, had a pack of cigarettes down to our last one, and we're like, damn, wish I had more. But the Sigma male travels alone, and so. Sigma
0: male, is that that's a sorority you're in, or...? Fraternity. Fraternity, got it.
1: When you pledge Sigma, you are a class of one. You gotta haze yourself, it's a real nightmare.
0: Got it, so it's yeah. just you.
1: Yeah, just me. I'm just the,
0: Mike Hawk. Just Michael Hawk, yeah, Mike Hawk. <laughs> and uh, who listens to your podcast? You got a big following? Uh, you know,
1: a lot of lone wolves themselves, you know? Uh, I guess you could call them neck beard types, except the beard goes all the way around the body, kinda resembles uh, pubic
0: hair. What are you just explaining? A wolf?
1: It's uh, we're every esthetician's nightmare, is what I've been told, and just any woman in general. Mm-hmm.
0: What what topics do you discuss? Like what what topic did you discuss in the last episode? Um.
1: Sorry, I got a text from my mom. She's making tater tots tonight. When I specifically said mini pizzas. Okay, are you close with your mom? No, she's a bitch. She's my landlord.
0: Well, so you live? Do you pay her rent? No. So she's not your landlord. You just live with your mom. N- yeah. And what? how old are you? 27. Right. It's okay to live with your mom, but just say she's not your landlord. She's my landlady. Yeah. Oh, right. Sure. Which are much worse than landlords, right? Land female.
1: Yeah. So uh, what we talk about, I'm looking at it right now how depression isn't real. It's just something big female came up with to keep us down.
0: So big female, I guess you're referencing Big Pharma? Yeah. And so how can a big fe- what- that doesn't even make sense. You
1: never seen a big female?
0: I've seen- I am a big female, so yeah, I've seen one in the mirror every morning.
1: I couldn't tell if you're a man or a woman because
0: you're not wearing makeup. Okay, yeah, I'm a, I'm a female. It's like you're a uh, like guinea pig. Okay, well, you're wearing a lot of makeup. You're wearing false eyelashes, so... My mom is a
1: cosmetologist, and she was practicing someone's bridal makeup on me. Excuse me.
0: Okay, so I can assume you're a female, then.
1: I'm not a female. I'm a male. All right. I'm a female. You're a
0: sigma male.
1: I'm a sigma male. Okay, so
0: depression... And my mom
1: uses sigma brushes because she's a damn good bridal makeup artist because that's where women belong. Sure, Uh,
0: okay, all right. Well, you know, they make good money, so she probably makes a lot more money than you do. Yes, she does! Yeah. But weird, because the basement isn't finished. Okay, all right. So what about depression isn't real? Big female
1: created depression to keep men down in the basement, below ground. No,
0: you chose to live in the basement. I
1: didn't. My mom needed a workout
0: room. (laughs) <laughs> so she took your room? So she took my room! Oh, God. And she put you in the basement? Yeah. All right, and she locks you in there? You're not allowed to get out? I have a side door. Okay. All right. It leads right out to the backyard. It's where I
1: smoke my blunts and my cigarettes because of resale value.
0: Well, you know, I, I've heard that you do a lot of workout content, so you shouldn't be smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I do. It's not good for you. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, you see it? You see it? Yeah. I see it. You see it? I see something. Ugh. You're just pointing at your neck. That's uh alright. So- Nurses say that I'm a
1: dream. Cause it's so easy to see my veins.
0: Okay. When I they get take every blood?
1: I get every shot in my neck.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> you're not really supposed to put shots at
1: When I got Moderna, straight to the neck.
0: That's who's doing this for you?
1: Nurses. Alright.
0: Yeah, with Big tits. Okay. All right. Mike cock. That's just. Yeah. You don't need to. You don't do need to pantomime hitting women's tits on whatever. Our so you don't believe in depression because of big females. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to keep harping on this, but I, I really don't understand how that men have depression too. In fact, a huge amount of there's a statistically a yeah. huge amount of men have depression.
1: Men have depression because big female made depression. So why do women have depression? They don't have depression. Okay,
0: all right. I just want to make sure we're on this When
1: they menstruate, it's a common misconception. They don't drop an egg.
0: They drop a chunk of their brain. So, of course, that's going to make them bleed. And where did you get that information? That's just made-up information. From Dr. Joe Rogan. Okay, and that answers a lot of my questions. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, my God. Are
0: you... Just tell me... Generally, what are your thoughts on women? I think I can kind of assume... Women are meant to serve men. You know,
1: what is a pussy but a basement that's a little bit damp?
0: You've never had an interaction with a damp pussy, and I can tell you that right now. Oh, please! I'm telling you, I know that. I can tell by looking at you. I've seen a lot of pussies. What do you serve? Women are meant to serve men? Yeah. What do you do? I provide. I'm a hunter. Provide, you don't even you don't even pay rent. What do you provide? You hunt? Cuz I'm not going to pay a woman. Okay. I'm an entrepreneur of what? Misogyny. Okay, and there we go. At least you have answers to these questions. Ugh. I can respect that. Oh my god. Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. What's her name? Her What's name her her is name? Trish. Trish. Okay, I like that name. It's a beautiful name. Uh-huh. And is she an alpha or beta?
1: Alpha. Oh, She's- okay. Yeah.
0: So she bosses you around a little bit. Yeah,
1: she's got a very commanding presence.
0: Can you like that?
1: I mean, she's like never bosses me around, but I, uh, she cooks for me and cleans for me. And sometimes when I have, she, I can't, my muscles are so big, I can't reach around to wipe my ass. So Trish uh, does it for me. Cause I'm not gay.
0: So you think wiping your own ass is gay? Yeah. Cause you're a man. Yeah. So you can't wipe your own ass.
1: No, and if Trish isn't available, I gotta
0: call my mom. Your mom wipes your ass. Yeah. Okay, this is great information, thank you so much. Whatever. What does masculine energy mean to you? Masculine energy is a rich
1: oil field that I've tapped into. It's a limited resource, not available for women. And so, like, I, I Oil, I do kind of burn, you know, a lot. I kind of, like, when I fart, it's, like, really dark. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Masculine energy is harnessed from an all-meat diet. And so, yeah, I, oh, I don't my. eat vegetables. I don't eat
0: fruit. Then why are your muscles so small? You're a bitch, you know that? Yeah, I know. And so are you. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm not
1: crying. Yes, you are. But, so... I'm actually going through a lot right now. What are you going
0: through? Tell me about it.
1: My all-meat diet gave me a vitamin A deficiency. There we go.
0: And now I got night blindness. And who told you that? A woman? I guess a woman nurse probably told you that, huh? You're sick. Well, I'm just saying you shouldn't trust her then. Women! Fuck! What? Women what? Are stupid. Yeah? Mm. All right. Do you... Do you even believe in these stances you're saying? I I just, I can't believe that you believe any of this. Mm-hmm. Look at, come on. What? Get a better attitude. I'm looking at tits. Get a, on, on your phone right now, you've just looked up tits?
1: Yeah. On
0: Google? Yeah, Grow true. up, <laughs> Mike's cock, you need to grow up. Mike Hawk. Up. Mike Hawk, I'm sorry, grow <laughs> up. You've gotta grow up. Don't, put. I don't wanna see that. I don't wanna see that. You got him. An old, I know. Uh, So I don't need to go look up. Do you know that I've never looked up a picture of a man's dick in my entire life? (laughs) Do you know how sad it is that you're working right now and you need so much from women that you're having to look up photos of random women on the internet? I think maybe you're you're pretty beta. Listen, if we can allow
1: smokers breaks in the workplace, we can take a tit break. 15-minute tit break. I'm gonna step outside, jack off, come back in, be... Productive member of society. All yeah, right.
0: I can. I I can agree with more breaks. Yeah, I agree with that. So, so yeah. do you? You do believe in all these stances? Yeah. What's a, right. a stance? Do you believe in everything you're saying? Sure. is this in a little show you're putting on? No. For Attention? No. From women? You don't want attention from women? I I. They give me their attention and their pussies and okay. their boobs. Okay. In my face. What are your thoughts on Andrew Tate? love him. All right, what do you love about him? He's like
1: He's like every man I've ever wanted to be. I have a poster of him in my bedroom.
0: Really? Stop! <laughs> do you have a little crush on him? It sounds like you have a little crush on him. You wanted to wipe your ass? No, I got my mom for that. All right.
1: But uh no, okay. so every night before I go to uh, I go night night,
0: you know? Why'd you say it like I'm in Why? my jammies. What is the state? Why are you saying it like this? Like, I'm against you going nighty-night. Mom gave me a warm glass of milk. I kiss on the cheek
1: my Andrew Tate poster. And it has reached a point where all my saliva and my spit has disintegrated part of the poster, and now there's mold on my wall. So yeah, it wasn't my fault.
0: It was my mom's fault. She made me like this. Okay, I I, I really appreciate your vulnerability. It takes a lot to come out as gay on a podcast. I'm not gay. Well, you you kind of just said you, you have a I Christian said I name. kissed his
1: cheek, not his crotch.
0: That's not, okay. I didn't
1: suckle on the tip.
0: I honestly, have I don't play with this that. nuts. I have a hard time believing that. And I think if there was a photo of it in the magazine that you tore this out of, I think that you would.
1: It wasn't a magazine. He has a subscription service. Yeah,
0: there we go. There we go. Yeah. Let, me, let me just ask you one last question because I want you out of this mm-hmm. podcast recording studio immediately. If you could say one thing to the haters, so me, what would you say? You all are sheep, and I'm the lone wolf. Okay. Sneaking in your little
1: sheep pen. During the day, because I'm night blind. And yeah, some people may take a shot at me. Like you right now.
0: Yeah. But I got thick skin. You cried twice on this podcast. <sighs> three times. I've been interviewing Shut you for 10 minutes. You've cried three times.
1: I'm going to call my mom and she's going to tell you off. All right. She's
0: going to be like, don't, don't talk to my little well, boy. Well, I've had sex with your mom, so. Your mom's my girlfriend. No, she's not. You're just saying that. No, I'm not. Her and I have an intimate relationship. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> my cock, thank you for being here. Shut up! And thank you. I'm gonna meet your mom out in the parking lot because I know she's waiting. I'm gonna give her a big kiss. Don't show me photos of your mom's tits or whatever. that. Whose tits are those? Whose tits are you showing me on your phone? I don't want to see those. I see enough tits. Your mom sends me enough photos. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for watching my cock. Thank you. Don't flip off our viewers. Thank you so much for being here and we'll see you guys next week on. Yeah, I know you how. Yes, we got he's If you can't see he is pantomiming a dick coming on his face. I understand you are gay. You've explained it. If this isn't enough of a an image. Yes, we've got it. Thank... Oh, and he's doing a lot of miming over here. Thank you guys so much for watching and we'll see you next week. Well, that was the worst. 20 minutes of my life. Oh my God. And also, that was a really fast DMV appointment. I know,
1: the fastest DMV appointment ever, but they kind of just give out commercial truck driver's licenses at
0: the DMV. Really, did you have to answer any questions?
1: They said, uh, uh, can you see the road? And I said, yeah, and they said, here you go, and I got my license.
0: Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you guys so much for watching today. This has been the BCC Club. We hate all men, and it's not a generalization. Yes, yes.
1: But uh, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, listen to us on Spotify podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any place you get your podcasts. If
0: you're listening to us on YouTube, please subscribe.
1: Please do. Cause I'm sick. I think we've prompted single mothers, lawyers. I know that some truck drivers are gonna have something to say. So if you have anything to say about this episode, feel free to comment below.
0: It's yeah. all engagement. Yeah, exactly right. Um... That's exactly right. right. Bye, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. Zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to zocdoc.com/bcc and download the Zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoc.com/bcc. zocdoc.com/bcc